Welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 17th of May, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your co—I will be your co-host. I'll be your host for the next uh, 60 minutes, maybe more, maybe less. My co-host Olivia Lashley, who usually comes live uh, to us from London in the UK, is unable to be with us today. She's feeling a tad under the weather. So I will be flying solo today. So that being said, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. So I'll do what I'll normally do. Well, it doesn't actually usually happen this way. So I'll ask myself, because she never usually asks me, or at least I never hear it. You, you might be able to back her up on this, because I know, I know she'll say, but I do. So I'm going to ask myself, when's how you feeling, girl? How you been? How you doing what's up what's new what's going on in your world well one of the things that I would say is last week I don't know how I forgot this but last week I didn't actually wish my mother a happy birthday she is um 87 years young and she it was her birthday on Wednesday the 10th and so I wanted to wish her a belated although I did speak to her for a birthday but on air at any rate a related happy birthday. I don't know how that slipped past me, Mama, but it did. But happy birthday to Mum. May you have many, many more. May you live as long as you want, Mama, and never, ever, ever want for anything as long as you live. So, so that's that done. In my world, everything's going fine. As I've said to you guys, and I may or may not have said, but I'm assuming that I have said this. So, if my assumption is my belief for long enough, as uh, Dr. Neville, uh, as I say Dr. Neville, as Neville Goddard says, it will harden into fact. And I'm assuming that I've said this to you before, but um, it's very rare that things don't go well in my life. Yes, there are bumps, there are hurdles, but it's very rare that I'll say to you that things aren't going well. And if I literally say to you things aren't going well, you need to know that um, somewhere along the line, I've just fallen into the Grand Canyon or some, something's happened. Something something drastic has happened. So outside of that, guys, doing good. Um, what I would like you to actually look out for in the coming weeks, actually in June, the middle of June, can I see the calendar from here? Yes, uh, the 14th, Wednesday, the 14th of June, I will be hosting a live webinar and, of course, if you're unable to ten, attend, you can definitely download this at a later stage. But I'll be hosting a live webinar. And this is all about understanding visualization. It's so important that you are able to understand visualization and the importance and the prominence that it plays in our life. Um, I don't think most people, uh, I don't know, give credence or have an understanding of, number one, how powerful we are. And number two, all these processes that go on that are interlinked that actually create the life that we're living in addition to choice. Of course, guys, you know that I'm all about choice. I'm a choice expert and I'm an intrinsic coach amongst other things. But that's my claim to fame at this moment in time, um, being a choice expert. And for me, choice is the first in the universal laws of attraction, choice, nothing happens in your life 
save you choose it. Now, things may be going on and it may feel like it's happening to you. But until such time that you actually choose it and make it become a reality, then it was all just a thought process. You know, as they say, it was just a bad dream. Until that dream actually is made manifest, it's just a bad dream. So anyway, that will be the Tuesday the 14th, if I am seeing correctly, Tuesday the 14th of June 2017. At I'm going to say the time hasn't been determined yet. So uh, to be announced, uh, TBA, to be announced, the time will be announced. But that definitely goes forth on the 14th. And it's understanding, the understanding visualization. And I talk... A little bit about your imagination because they're intertwined, but we'll get to that then. So outside of that, guys, I I really hope that you had a fantastic week. I hope your week was absolutely phenomenal and that you have made hurdles and strides with what it is that you're doing. I'm hoping that, guys, that you are participating and have participated in the 21-Day Forgiveness Project. Now, one of the things that I don't do, and people say, oh, no, you should follow up. I'm not chasing anybody to do anything. You out there, everybody listening, you are either adults or, mm, or responsible enough to be able to manage yourself. I think for far too long we have been managed, and we have been managed, and we have been manipulated, and we have come to depend upon others to make us do, sometimes shame us into, sometimes um, guilt us into, sometimes carry us and drag us through. And for those of you who really do know me, that's not, that's not my style. It's not my coaching style. You know who you are. And if it's something that you want, you'll do it. So it's my hope that you are participating in the 21 Day Forgiveness Project because that's huge. Um, like with all things, with love, uh, joy, happiness, and as it was, I was talking about forgiveness, with forgiveness, if you actually don't know what forgiveness feels like, you can't give it. If you don't know what love feels like, you can't give it. If you don't know what joy is, you can't give it. If you, can, you can't do anything like that. Even if you choose to do it, you cannot do it and will not do it effectively if you don't know it. So the 21-day forgiveness project really is about you forgiving you. It's about you having a clearer understanding of who you are in the role of your life and how you show up in life. Forgiveness is huge. Forgiveness creates space that allows you to have other things come in. You see, that's another thing. A lot of people don't actually understand the universal law of space and how it relates to um, you being able to bring the intangible or the thing that's not um, in form, how to bring it into form. So it's tangible. You know, you want a desk and here's the desk and um, it, it comes from an idea, a thought of what you want to a physical form of what you get. And many people don't realize that the universal law of space is absolutely huge. It is paramount. You know, if you want new things in your closet, but there isn't any room in there in order for you to actually be able to house the new thing. You're going to have to take stuff out. 
Two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. It is impossible. So anyway, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, Choice Expert. I'm coming live to you from, uh, not London, from Las Vegas, Nevada. And today we're actually talking about what are you really trying to tell yourself? My co-host is a little under the weather, and so I'm flying solo today. So we wish her well. We hope she gets better soon. And I hope she puts this down as she had a vacation. All right, I've said it. You had a vacation. So now ask me nothing about, when do I get a vacation? Don't ask me that because it's not happening. Not, not at all. This, this is going towards the vacation. Okay, that's how they do it here in the U.S., mate. I'm telling you, that's how they do it here in the U.S. But anyway, today what we're talking about is what are you really trying to tell yourself? Everything that happens in our life, including the if I would have, should have, could have, is supplying us with life-changing information. And I really mean it supplies us with life-changing information. This information that we get is actually used as the foundation from which we base many things, including but not limited to our emotional responses to life and whatever's coming up. But ultimately, it's about the choices that we choose to make. There are many times in your life where you may have flown off the handle, and we're going we're gonna, to, or I'm going to talk about this a little bit in depth, but there are many times in your life where you may have flown off the handle or become unglued about a seemingly minor incident. So much so that even you, after you calm down, you find yourself saying, Wow, that was a little OTT, and that means over the top, actually. So that was a little OTT. Hmm, I guess I'm more stressed out than I thought I was. These are the sort of things that you'll say to yourself when you do. You, you fly off the handle about something that, that randomly wouldn't even bother you or something so insignificant to others. And as I say, when you calm down to yourself, that it, it leaves you like, Hmm, things that make you say, hmm, and it makes you say, hmm. You see, your, your, your physical, mental, or emotional auto-response, any given situation, supplies you with a live stream. It's a live stream of intelligence. And this creates, this live stream of intelligence creates a wonderful dynamic in which you get to use your response to find clarity for your choices making process. Life's all about choices, guys. I mean, I don't even know which way to, to go with that other than saying it, that your life is all about choices. So in your world, in your realm, where you find yourself now, what is it that you are trying to tell yourself by action, reaction, deed? By, what, what are you trying to tell yourself by action and reactions that you have to your life? So once again, thank you for joining me. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I'll be your host for the next um, 60 minutes. Oh, glasses would be nice here. Glasses would be nice. Okay, guys, so we are constantly, constantly making choices for ourselves, guys. And I mean constantly. We are making choices for ourselves. In fact, most of us are truly, truly unaware of how proficient and we are, we're bloody proficient at doing this, unaware 
and perhaps not in tune with the fact that we are always, and I mean, guys, hear me clearly, we are always, always striving to get to our true goal or our true desire. So in order to to do this, in order for us to get to our true goal and desire, and in order to understand how proficient we are at doing some of the things that we do, and I would say subconsciously and consciously, we do them and we're unconsciously aware that we're doing them, but we are doing them. In order to have um, an understanding of self, a greater understanding of self, for me, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing, I believe that it is imperative that you start exploring. Do your own due diligence. That's one of the things that Olivia and myself talk about on this show. It's really important that you do your own due diligence. You know, not just because somebody says it means that it's so. You know, many of the things that um, I share with you and that Olivia shares with you and everybody else doing what they're doing, including books like the Bible, including um, books like the Quran, the Torah, the Divas, the, uh, anything, you know, the, 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 the um, paraglyphics, is that right? Paraglyphics, the, the, the pictorial images that show things, the, the hieroglyphics, anything that shares something. Believe me, it's coming from somebody's perspective. It's coming from somebody's experience. And so it's vitally important, guys, that you find your own experience. See, whatever I'm sharing with you is about you being able to, um, uh, with, with you, it, it's about triggering an inspiration that's already within you. See, because you can't be inspired if the inspiration isn't there. It's a bit like I said at the beginning, you know, with, with being uh, uh, forgiveness. You can't forgive unless, you know, you know what it feels like. You can't be inspired unless the inspiration is already there. So do your own due diligence, okay? And so this is all about you finding, finding um, that balance, finding that balance so that you can um, have a greater understanding of self. You see, guys, only you know you. As I said to the ladies yesterday, the, and the old broom knows the corners best. And that's one of those adages. And that doesn't mean that the broom sweeps well, okay? And that's what I said to them yesterday. Don't, don't get that confused. It doesn't mean that the broom sweeps well. But the old broom knows the corners best. You know you the best. Doesn't mean that you always make choices that are within the best interest of self. But you know you best. And most people actually don't give credence to this fact either, that, that you know yourself best. And this is for a variety of reasons. The biggest is that we are literally trained to always depend on things outside of self. We are not trained to depend on um, our inner self and our inner knowledge, inner strength. We are taught to depend on the externalities of life or the external things in life. That being said, you know yourself best. How could you not know you? How could you not know you? And based on what you do know, 
based on what you do know of self, and perhaps, let me phrase it this way, based on what you do, what, what you do know or what you do, people may feel that they know you because they know what your reaction will be. And, you know, I'm going to be generous. Nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, they're right. But don't confuse knowing what someone will do with actually knowing them. And the same goes for you. Don't confuse knowing what someone will do with knowing them. Probabilities are going to tell you they're going to do X, Y, Z. And those probabilities are based on past experience. Past experience taps into the logical, analytical, and reasoning minds, which I'm going to talk about, I think, a little bit later. Hopefully we get there. So anyway, don't confuse that. So in order to know yourself, it's imperative to realize that you talk to yourself. And here's the nuts and bolts of where we're going with today's show. What are you really trying to tell yourself? So in order to know yourself, it's imperative to realize that you actually talk to yourself. The first voice, the first voice that you have ever heard, that you ever heard, not that you have, the first voice that you ever heard was your own voice. The first voice that you ever heard was your own voice. And I'm talking about from conception, being in the uterus to birth. The first voice that you ever heard was yours. I'm not saying that you are not influenced by external factors while being in the uterus. And there's a wonderful book by Dr. Thomas R. Verney. And he, he, he talks about that. You know, the life of an unborn child is an absolutely phenomenal book, phenomenal book. It can give you insight also into perhaps why there are things that you do and you don't understand why you're doing the things that you do because you feel that you've never been exposed to whatever stimuli or impetus is making you make these choices. But in reality, while you were in uterus, you were exposed. But that's a whole, that's a whole other show by itself. Actually, we've done a show on that. But that's a whole, that might be interesting to look at now, again, Olivia, as we've moved forward. I think I did that show, I don't know, maybe about seven years ago. And or six years ago, and we've been on the sh on the radio, I think eight or nine years. So it's been a minute since we've looked at that. So that might be something worth looking at. But that being said, in order for you to um, to know yourself, it's imperative to realize that you talk to yourself. The first voice that you ever hear will be your own. The first conversation that you ever have will be with yourself. The first conversation that you have, ever have, will be with yourself. Now, this for me is also true, okay? This for me is also true, what I'm about to say, is that the last conversation that you have, the last voice that you hear on this plane, in this dimension, the last conversation that you have in this plane, in this dimension, will be with you. The last voice that you hear will be your own. The last conversation that you have, the final word, 
You always get the final say. And I say this because of my own personal experience with a near-death experience. And I say this based on that. Again, for everybody else, it might be different when you make a transition. For other people who have had near-death experience, they might not even have looked at this particular aspect of that experience. But that being said, for me, this is my truth. Your inner dialogue, your inner dialogue, the inner conversation that you have, the self-talk that you have, it takes place within you. And it's divided into, it takes place within you, and it's divided into two, I'd say it's divided into mm, two interconnective areas because everything about us is connected. You know, we've been taught, I don't understand, actually take, no, uh, let me me phrase it this way. I was going to say, and I do say this, I don't understand the why behind that, but there is always a why behind that. And the why behind Why is it that everything is so divisive? You know, even when you look at the medical system, you know, you go to the eye doctor, you go to this doctor, you go to that doctor, and yes, there's nothing wrong with specialties, but the kidney doctor will not talk to the the, uh, liver doctor who won't talk to the the, uh, gastroenterologist who won't actually talk to a nutritionist who everybody's so separate. Everything's so separate. Everybody's so separate. But that being said, your inner, your inner dialogue takes place. And I've divided it into two interconnected areas. You have the physical and the spiritual. The physical aspect and the spiritual aspect. Now, the physical aspect of your internal dialogue deals with all the tangible things in your life. And by that, I mean all the things that have manifested into solid form, all the things that have moved into form, uh, you know, like, like the table or where you're sitting, the, the earbuds, whatever it, is that you, whatever it is that you've got going, um, you know, the pen, whatever, it has moved into physical form. It has moved into physical form. Um, and then you have the spiritual. You have the you have the spiritual aspect, and the spiritual aspect deals with the intangible. So the physical aspect of your dialogue deals with all the tangible things in your life, things that have manifested into form. The physical aspect is also integrated with, and I mentioned this a little while ago, the Lars, which is the logical, analytical, and reasoning mind, and. The logical, analytical, and reasoning mind come into being and, our, and they are powered by past experiences, which lead people to be able to do analytical analytics and probabilities. And all of these are based on past experience, i.e., do I need an umbrella? It looks as gray and dark out there and the probabilities based on my past experience says it's going to rain. Analytics tell me that um, uh, meteorologists say that, you know, they've got a storm that's coming across the country, which at this moment in time, they've got several places, and I feel for them that have been hit by tornadoes. 
So, you know, they've got storms um, passing over and yada, 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 yada. And logic, logic, excuse me, logic, analytics, and reasoning tells me probabilities are that I need an umbrella. Your, the physical aspect of your dialogue, again, deals with things that have already shown up your life, okay? Not the things that you want to show up, the things that have already shown up in your life. The spiritual aspect of your dialogue, especially in regard to, and this is really in regard to what you're trying to tell yourself, the spiritual aspect of your dialogue deals with the intangible. The things that haven't manifested into solid form yet, but they are in your imagination. They're in your imagination. And that's what the the, the spiritual aspect of self, the spiritual dialogue that comes into being, it really deals with your imagination and your desires. You see, the spiritual aspect of your internal dialogue it's supported by insight. It's supported by insight and the natural forward momentum of your life. So let me just explain the, the natural forward momentum of your life. What I mean by that is that you are always moving in a direction and it's never, ever backwards. Contrary to what people may say, it's never, ever backwards. You are always moving forward. There is always forward movement. There's always forward momentum. And that forward momentum, and I know I'm going to repeat myself with this, but that forward momentum is based on the desire of your heart, the things that you want. Now, you see, forward momentum of your life, means that you can go kicking and screaming or you can go skipping or running with open arms. doesn't matter whatever you choose. But what will happen and what is a guaranteed fact, this is immutable, this is unchangeable, that you will always be moving and or maneuvered towards the desire, the true desire of your heart. And this means that people, places, and things will be placed on your or in a on your pathway and on pathways, not on your pathway. They will be placed on pathways. You know, just like 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 an octopus, an octopus has all these tentacles. They will be placed on pathways that provide you with options to choose from. And just so we're all on the same page, insight means accurate information received from sources unknown. It kind of pops into your head and it's correct. It pops into your head and it's correct down to the decimal point. It's correct down to the full stop. It's correct down to the period. Accurate insight. Accurate info, insight. Accurate information from sources unknown. Now, there are always two aspects. Um, that you have with your internal dialogue. There are always two aspects. And there are always two aspects of self. You have the spiritual self and you have the physical self. So there are always two aspects of self that are always involved in a dialogue with you. They're always involved in, in, in a dialogue with you. And I kind of think of it 
like this. It's like the me, myself, and I. Okay? The me, myself, and I. Because, guys, you've got the physical and the spiritual aspect of self. And that physical and the spiritual aspect of self as I said before, are always having a dialogue. They're always talking to each other. They're always communicating um, with each other. Because at the end of the day, it's all about you. And you, you as a whole, you as, an, as, a, as a whole entity, achieving and living the life that you want to live. So the spiritual and the physical aspects are always talking to each other. And where I was going with the me, myself, and I is simply this, that you've got the spiritual and the physical and they're talking. And then you have the other aspect, the you, the you that is whole. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm not sure, I, I hope I'm going to explain this right, guys. But the you that is whole. And so I go with the me, myself, and I, and somebody has to make a choice. And it's the I that makes a choice. It's the I in the I am that makes a choice. I am making this choice. So you have the spiritual dialogue and you have the physical dialogue and you have the spiritual and the physical having a dialogue about what it is that they're wanting to happen, what it is, blah, 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 blah. But a choice has to be made. It has to be made. Because at the end of the day, if you think about you and your internal dialogue, there is an aspect of you that is actually listening to what's going on. There's an aspect of you that's listening. This side of you says that, that side of you says the other. Even if you're dealing with the Lars, the logical, analytical, and reasoning mind. Right, this is saying that, that's saying that, blah, 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 blah. And you have your intuition or insight that's giving you accurate information from sources unknown. There's all these factors, and you are literally an observer of what's going on. You are observing this conversation. You're hearing it, and you're observing it. And so you have to make a choice. As I started out saying before, your life is predicated and based upon the choices that you make. Choices that we are unaware that we're making, choices that we are aware that we're making. Either or, it doesn't matter. It's a choice. And it will, it will build your life. It will create your life as you are co-creating it. So with that being said, guys, the conversation that goes on inside your head, and, and bear with me on this, the conversation that, that's going on inside your head, while you are in control, things can also pop up spontaneously that you have no control over, i.e. how accurate information is received from sources unknown, insight. Your intuition is your insight. Your intuition is telling you something and giving you information from out of nowhere. It, it almost has this, this touch of randomness to it. Where did, that was random. Where did that come from? But it's accurate. You know, you go to the store and it's like you're in the store 
and you might and I always use this because you know hey it's me you know you're in the store and you 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 are standing there and your intuition says to you you need butter and then you know the analytical reasoning mind does what it does best it says to you no you don't because the last time that you uh, went to I don't know Costco's or, or Sam's Club or whatever you 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 bought bulked up you bought yada 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 and then you say to yourself you then make a decision no i do not need butter or yes i do need butter and invariably a lot of times it's like no i don't want to get out of line this is the shortest line and i know i've got butter at home and of course you get home and you don't have butter because you realize you made four pound cakes and all of them required a pound of butter so guys um it's really important to understand that the conversation that goes on inside of your head, you do have um, some control. But when insights pop in and then when your, your, your logical, analytical and reasoning mind based on past experience kicks off, sometimes you don't have control over that. But what you do have ultimate control over is how you choose to respond to what you're hearing. And once you've had an experience, you then, through the power of your conscious mind and choice, you can establish that you don't want information to flow into your head that way because it doesn't work for you. So I hope I'm making sense because you do have control and you do have total control. But total control will take place after you have set your boundaries. And again, your intuition is something that will always kick in. Insight will always come to you. You cannot actually switch that off. You cannot switch that off. What you can do is say that you want it to come to you in, in XYZ way because this will be better for you than having you know what you perceive to be a random thought float through your head. But that's a whole nother story. I think we've covered that in intuition, but that's a whole nother story. So guys, I hope I hope that's clear for you. So basically, you will have a conversation going on inside your head. For me, there are three players in this. Me, myself, and I. It is the I which is in part of the I am, the co-creator that is within you. The God self that is within you that makes a choice based upon the information that you hear. So, okay, because for me, I usually this is what I need my sidekick for to make sure that I'm making sense. So, okay, let me put it to you this way. Our lives are based on choice. In fact, our lives are built one choice at a time. And in order to make a choice, we need two opposing views and a desire. Okay? We need two opposing views and I'm not talking about knock down drag out I'm not talking about polar opposites or what have you but they will be polar opposites it doesn't have to be contentious either you know Wendy would you like a donut or would you like a Danish the desire is I want one I want dessert <clears throat> excuse me the desire is I want a dessert I want cake that I want something sweet that's the desire. They're two different things. 
You know, do you want ice cream or do you want cake? The desire is I want both. But we, we have two opposing views. And those two opposing views are polar opposites, invariably, to whatever's, whatever the desire is or whatever's going on. And your desire for whatever will allow you to make a choice. If you don't have the two opposing views and a desire, you would never make a choice. In, in actual fact, you'd cease to exist because your life is predicated. Hear me clearly. Your life is predicated upon choices. You cease to make choices and you will cease to exist. So we're always talking to ourselves. Literally, we're always talking to ourselves. Always, always, always. Whether negatively or positively, you talk to yourself 24-7 in both our waking and sleeping state. Talk, 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 talk. And as hard as that may be for many people to believe, we do this. We talk to ourselves 24-7. And most of what we're speaking about is, and I use the word, I preface this here, is seemingly pointless. And it's seemingly pointless because we're rehashing things that have already happened. We're rehashing things that have already manifested. We are going back down memory lane. And it is my professional and personal belief that we spend our lives being captivated by what should have happened, by what could have happened by what could have happened, uh, should have, no, no, did I say that right? We spend our lives captivated by what should have happened, by what could have happened, by what would have happened if only we had done X, Y, Z, or if only X, Y, Z had happened. What are you really trying to tell yourself? Everything in our lives happens for a reason. Everything happens in our lives, including that if I would have, should have, could have, is supplying us, is supplying me, supplying you, supplying all of us with life-changing information. One of the things that I'm a true believer of, and I, I inhale this, I live this, I breathe this, my life is happening for me. It is not happening to me. And when I made that switch, that my life was happening for me, it removed me from victimology. It, it changed my victimology. I went from victor to victorious. You see, everything in your life is happening for you including the things, and me, including the things that I felt, oh, if I woulda, shoulda, coulda. If only X, Y, Z had happened, I would have done A, B, C. Your life's happening for you. And as a result of that, the things that happen in your life are giving you pertinent information that will be you as a foundation from which you base many things, actually which you base all things, including but not limited, your, limited to your emotional response to life and, and the things that the deeds and the actions that you take. But ultimately, 
It's about the choices that we make. It's about the choices that you will make. Your physical, mental, and or emotional response to any given situation supplies you with a live stream of intelligence. This intelligence is unique and personal to you. This live stream of intelligence is giving you up-to-date, minute-by-minute, factual information. And it's all for you. You see, your live stream, your automatic response, your, 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 your physical, mental, and um, emotional auto-response to any given situation is yours. And that live stream is yours. It's not mine because I'll be having my own response going on over here. You know, I cannot remember the actual name of the movie, but I know it was about the the late Robert Kennedy. And I think it was something, a day in the life of something or another. And what I, I, I found so profoundly moving and enlightening about this movie is that everybody saw the same thing. And everybody had their own individual emotional, physical, and mental auto-response to seeing um, Senator Kennedy being assassinated. Everybody. They all saw the same thing. But everybody's live stream of intelligence, that minute-by-minute intelligence, that being in the now does for us, guys, it creates a wonderful dynamic in which you get to choose. Hear me clearly. You get to choose your response. You get to choose your response to whatever given situation. And you get to choose whether or not you are going to find clarity to assist you in your choice-making process. And clarity is key, too. You need, There are so many things, guys. That we need, but everything, it's like a puzzle. Every, you can have a million piece puzzle, but it all fits so wonderfully well together. It makes a beautiful picture, and that picture is you and your life. So, yeah, it creates a wonderful dynamic, and you get to choose your response. You get to choose to find clarity so you can make a choice. So what are you really trying to tell yourself? are literally talking to yourself and telling yourself what it is that you may need to do. You are talking to yourself so that the me, myself, and I can have the desire and listen to the physical self, the physical, the tangible side of self, and listen to the spiritual side of self. And then, based on the desire that we have, Make a choice. Make a choice. Now, there are times, and this actually came up um, with, with one of my clients recently. We were talking, and um, I had said to her that, well, let me read this first. There are times in your life, because I put this in here, there are times in your life, right, there are times in, li- in your life where you may have flown off the handle or become unglued about a seemingly minor incident. 
And while I won't speak for everybody, I know that many, many people out there who are listening to this podcast have had that experience. And you know that you've had that experience because even after you've, even for you, even for you, and that even for you literally means you know who you are and how you show up normally in life. Even for you, after calming down, you find yourself saying, wow, that was a little OTT, which stands for over the top. Hmm, I guess I'm a, and then you start to rationalize. And then you start to rationalize. Once you say, hmm, I guess that was a little OTT, you then do the, hmm, I wonder what that was about. That was, I, I guess I'm a little bit more stressed out than what I thought. You see, part of the reaction and the, and the reason for your reaction is right. Perhaps you are a little stressed. The other part of you is talking to you guys. The other part of you is telling you something. The other part of you is saying you need to listen. You see, the flying off of the handle, the, the, the coming unglued for a minor incident, a minor infraction, this, this tells you something when you can literally say to yourself, well, girl, where did that come from? I mean, he, she, they only put the spoon on the counter. What's up with that? But you see, you have that conversation, and then what we go on to do, as I said before, is rationalize. Hmm, I guess I'm a little bit more stressed out than I thought. Hmm, perhaps I need to eat some chocolate or something. You know, but again, part of the, the reason for your reaction is right. Yeah, you are a little stressed out, but the other part, guys, as I've just said, you're talking to you. You're talking to yourself, which equates to you trying to get your undivided attention. This is you telling you that there is something that you need to look at and you need to look at it now. You need to look at it now. Bottom line. And as I said, recently this came up with my with one of my clients. Um, we were talking and I said to her, I was, and, you know, some of my family will attest to this, those who, you know, been there. I... I, I tend to know in my chaos, in my chaos that I have created, I know where everything is in my chaos, okay? And many people are like that. I, my, my, chaos, my chaos may be chaotic to somebody else, but to me, it just is. I know where my stuff is. And actually, I was looking for my colloidal silver generator, and I went to where I really thought it should be. I, I mean, it's where all my other equipment is. It's where, you know, whatever I'm doing with aromatherapy, whatever soap I'm making, what have you, it's where that equipment is. It, 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 this is where it lives. And I looked and I didn't see it. And so then I thought, well, perhaps I had placed it up um, the, the 32 ounce or whatever, the quart of colloidal silver that I had made the last time. Uh, of course, it wasn't there. And then I thought, well, maybe it could be underneath shoved in the back, which isn't my MO, which isn't my MO. Things get shoved in the front that I use. Things that are shoved in the back, I'm not using them. So I looked. So now I start looking in earnest. And then, of course, I start telling myself that I don't actually remember what, the, what it was packaged in. And God bless my husband, he decides to help me. And at that point, I become frustrated with him because I can't find what I'm looking for. 
And all of a sudden, the um, me not being able to keep up with my stuff is my stuff. When you keep up with your stuff, girl, me not being able to keep up with my stuff has now become his problem. So um, I was a little snappish. And I was like, look, I've got to go to work, otherwise I'm actually going to be late. And I went outside, backed out, and I was sitting in the driveway. And I was like, okay, Wendy, what's this about? And the first thing that came to me was, you need to apologize. All right, that's, that's the first thing you need to do. And I went in. Mind you, we said goodbye, kissed him goodbye and all that jazz. I went in and I apologized. It's not your fault. And he said that um, he'd continue looking. And I'm like, there's, there's no point, which he did continue looking. And then he said he came to the realization that he doesn't even know what he's looking for because he'd never really seen it. He'd never seen the, the, the generator. So I kissed him goodbye, apologized, went in. So that closed that door. That, that was, I was done deal. I was good with that. Sitting in the car and I said to myself, okay, Wendy, what are you really trying to tell yourself? What are you telling yourself? Yes, you couldn't find you couldn't find the, the, the generator. You know it's in the house. I know it's in the house. We all know it's in and this conversation I'm having, we all know it's in the house. So what are you really trying to tell yourself? Or what are you trying to show yourself? And guys, at the end of the day, what I was telling myself is under my stairs, which is the central core for me from a fung way perspective for me to maneuver and i believe in feng shui guys it's the placement of things um things so energy the energy flows smoothly around you doesn't mean you won't see people think that when you do stuff like that you won't be faced with trials and tribulations what it does mean is that you are quicker thinking on your feet in your choice making process so the central core of my house which happens to be my stairs not everybody it's their stairs but for me the central core of my home um runs through my stairs and under my stairs and it looks like world war six has taken place under there and i've known this and i've been looking at it every time i come home i put my shoes i as we say in the western my shoes just catch on the edge we just catch it up on the edge I put my shoes right right on the edge because really and truly, if I if I if I put them in any further, I mean, if there's a joke, you know, I put a cord around myself, and if if I don't come out of there in in ten minutes, pull me out, okay? It's just really, it's just got a lot of stuff in there that needs to go, and I know it needs to go, and and here's the kicker, here's how it rolls on. Underneath the stairs, it's very core and central to me being able to, for all intent and purposes, I'll phrase it this way, to focus and to have clarity around the things that I'm doing. Under the stairs looks like World War VI has and is taking place. In order for me to do some of the things that I need to do, that are, I, I'm really, it feels like I, I'm, I, I'm butting up against resistance. And some of the things that are really easy for me, I realized that that part of my home needs to take, be taken care of. Every day I come home, I see it. Every day I leave for work, I see it. Before I go to bed, I see it. And so therefore, it is continuously on my mind. And so this is what I was 
trying to tell myself on time to clear it up. There are also things that I know that I need to let go. Uh, I want to say it was, I want to say nearly two years ago, two and a half years ago, whatever it is now, but I literally closed down the um, skincare line that I created. I decided that I was done with that. I decided. But yet still, uh, there's still things under there that's taking up mega room that's pertaining to that. And so it's another thing in making sure, in making sure or, or in closing that door firmly. And this is what I was telling myself, that it is beyond time to take the action needed. So for you guys, what I would ask you is this. Time you were kind of, and you know if you were, if you were, you were kind of irrational or your response was kind of irrational to to someone or to something, and something that really and truly, it cons- you know, you consider to be minor. Did you just put it down to being um, the stressors in your life? Or did you pursue it by creating an internal dialogue like this? And would you consider, literally, trying to figure out what you are trying to tell yourself instead of just saying, wow, that was a little over the top, although I feel really justified because, you know, I keep telling the kids they need to do this. I keep telling my husband they need to do I keep telling my employees they need to do blah, 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 blah. Would you find a justification for the way in which you are speaking to yourself, using your internal dialogue to justify, excuse me, using external factors to justify internal reaction and therefore your external response to something that's gone on is this something that you will do or would you literally be open to having a dialogue okay acknowledge that you got all pissy you're huffy whatever all right acknowledge it acknowledge that kids never do what you want them to do acknowledge that your husband never does what you want him to do in your time he does it in his time but not in your time People don't do this, blah, blah. Acknowledge the whole thing. Now, you've acknowledged it. What are you, uh, I'm going to say what you're wanting, but where, where I'm going with this is, are you open to having a new dialogue to really figure out what you have just shown you? By asking yourself or telling yourself, Okay, Wendy, it's all right for me to have this reaction, okay? I'm cool with that. I had it. I'm cool with that. So what is my reaction really all about? Okay, I might go back with I'm a little huffy, I'm a little pissed because they're not doing what they need to do. Okay, but we've done that. What is this really about? What are you, me, Wendy, what are you really trying to tell you? Or, Wendy, what are you really trying to show you about the situation? What's the spinner in this situation? You see, when you you self-talk, you self-talk. When you self-talk, what it is that you are trying to tell you, you are implementing and using one of the most powerful tools that you have. 
Because you are guiding yourself to, you are guiding self to find out what it is that self is categorically saying to you. Self-talk is a powerful tool that will support you in finding clarity. Self-talk is a powerful tool that will show you where you are in your life. Self-talk is a powerful tool that is instrumental in you making conscious and consistent choices that will reflect well that will reflect your best interest and what you want to manifest for you. You see, what you are trying to tell yourself is your next move. People are always saying, I don't, want, I don't know what to do next. People are always saying, I don't know how. And as you've heard me say a thousand times, how is not your business? What is? But how isn't? How is the business of God? God is in the business of how. Your business in the co-creation process is to know the what. So guys, hear me clearly. Talk to yourself. Talk to self. But when you finished having your hissy fit, ask yourself, what am I really trying to tell me? What am I really trying to show me? It's a powerful thing and it can change your life. It will change your, um, your, your, your relationship. It will do for you what no other therapist can do. Ha, I know a lot of people won't like to hear that. But this is about you. So, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the show. My sidekick should be back next week. And, again, talk to yourself. What are you trying to tell yourself? Ask yourself that question. You'll be amazed by the answer. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. And um, I'll be back in the place next week. We'll be back next week with another show. And until next time, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Love you guys. Love you, sis. Peace. Man to man is so unjust, children.